back with another episode, season two, episode five on jams. And it's sick. We teach you how to manage your finances and also how to become a victor. In addition, are you a fan of High School Musical? Because we got bad news for you. The Glee Club is dead. Leading up to the most epic celebrity war we've ever had, featuring our reigning champ, Ashton Kutcher. We've also got two highly anticipated album reviews. One being of Hippocampus, don't go to that school, and one of Joywave. And before we get things going, we have one question to ask. How far can you jam it? You better start practicing, because it's going to get deep on jams. <laughs> Time, hand grenade pins in every line Throw them up and let something shine Going out of my fucking mind Filthy mouth, no excuse Find a new place to hang this noose String me up from atop these roofs Tied it tight so I won't get loose Truth is you can stop and stare Run myself out and no one cares Dug the trench out, lay down there With a shovel up out of reach somewhere Yeah, someone pour it in Make it a dirt dance floor again Say your prayers and stop it out When they bring that chorus in I bleed it out, dig it deeper Just to throw it away To another episode of Jam Radio 94.9. Yep, and if you want a t-shirt, make sure you comment 94.9 below. That was Bleeded Out by Lincoln Park featuring the no longer living hmm. Chester Bennington. Sad jams. So that was cool. That's how we're starting. Let's, uh, let's do this thing. All right, let's go. Let's go. So today is August 14th. 
I have written down August 12th, but we had a little snafu, but we're here. With all the correct holidays of today. We actually teleported to the future. We did, but thankfully we edit in the past. Right, right. So it all evens out. <laughs> There's some really great holidays, such as Color Book Day. I don't know if that's supposed to be coloring book, but it's certainly color book. I have that. I think we look at the same website for Yeah, this. I think so too, but yeah. I don't know why it's just color book. Is it one color book? This is a blue book. Oh. <laughs> It's color book day, but it's also coloring book day, which is weird coincidence. Uh, it's also a national creamsicle day. Yep, it's creamsicle day, and yep. as well as financial awareness day. You'll never believe what's next. Wiffle ball day. It's actually national Navajo code talkers day. Oh. Which, why? How do they come up with a day for this? Oh, I'm a Navajo code talker. Do they speak not in code on that day? Yeah, they gotta get these, like, uh, verified somehow, right? Like, approved as yeah. holidays. You're not speaking code, you're just drunk. I think if we come up with a fake group, we can get a jams day and submit it. Holy shit. We should try to do we that. We should try to do that. Yeah, but we gotta do it, like, a couple months ahead of time, so then we can pre-plan to, yeah. Shit, I bet I can get off work for that. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's also victory day, too. Yeah, but victory over what? I saw that. I was like, okay, but, like, what? Just victory. victory. Oh, Small victories, okay. large victories, not stubbing your toe when you wake up. It would suck to die today. That would be a not victory day. Yeah. If you tune into the uh, Jams website, actually, uh, We Are The Champions is playing all day. That's true, actually. Mm -hmm. Fact yeah. checked. So, yeah, so we got a lot to celebrate. Yes, we do. What do you want to celebrate? So, I wasn't sure. The August 12th day that we were going to do had a national elephant day, which was going to be fun, but now we're August 14th, so I'm going to go with National Financial Awareness Day. What were you going to do for Elephant Day, out of curiosity? I was going to do something off the album Elephant by White Stripes. Oh, that's smart. Can <laughs> yeah. you spell elephant? E-L-E-P-H-A-N-T. Can you spell it how the White Stripes spell it? Uh -oh. They spell it differently. With an F? I think they spell it with an F. Back checking. Please hold. <laughs> normal and the verdict is joe's wrong <laughs> but not anyway, victory day <laughs> so i'm gonna celebrate national financial awareness day because sometimes i look at my finances mm -hmm. and it makes me want to run away yes. i'm doing the song run by coin perfect let's get it it's money wow financial awareness wow that was clever all right so this is run by coin fun little jam if you're a fan of bad sons you're probably a fan of these guys the only reason i make that comparison is because when i saw bad sons coin opened and they're pretty good live coin is good they uh they're, they're up and coming yep and this is off their first album they do have a second album out as well they're both pretty solid so if you like bad sons you might like coin so let's run let's loose change let's pick up the loose change make a dollar out of it shall we uh for a few dollars more <laughs> on jazz <laughs> <laughs> Stand the crown with the thin 
that was Meow 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 by Catnip. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Run by Coin. So before you keep listening, go back to that song real quick to the end. It sounds like they're saying Meow 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 in the background. <laughs> I wish I didn't hear that because I can never, <laughs> ever take that song seriously ever again. It's funny, it's funny cool. sounds, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I love sounds. Go board. Mining Google. Fuck chuckles. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like I've adequately celebrated National Financial Awareness Day. Yes. My finances are now aware. And you've made everyone else aware. Well, I'm going to go ahead and celebrate Victory Day for all of the uh, money I just saved thanks to you. Ah, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. This song makes me remember baseball. I and mean, when we win games on this one team that we used to play for, we also listen to this one song. And it's also a throwback song that you probably haven't heard in a while, but it was annoying at one point. And that song is Forever by Drake, Kanye West, Lil Wayne, and Eminem. Turns out that song is way too long for jam, so to sub that in, we're gonna change it up to that one song in SpongeBob called <laughs> Sweet Victory by some guy. He uh, was an actor for a while and he came out with this one hit wonder. It's a power ballad, so it's gonna be pretty badass. Okay. Enjoy! Phone <laughs> jams. It's the thrill of one more kill, the last one to fall. Who never sacrificed their will? Oh, never look back on the world closing in. Be only attacked with your wings on the wind. All the things will be Yeah. 
that was David Glenn Easley, an American rock singer, songwriter, and he was an actor. Both his parents were actors. That song was <laughs> featured on SpongeBob on the episode Band Geeks, where they do a super intense Super Bowl show in Bikini Bottom. Oh, well, that's a pretty good transition. I'm feeling pretty victorious running into the quick hits of the day. Pretty good things happened this week. Yes, it did. <laughs> Grammar. Such as, quick hit number one, the school that High School Musical was filmed in was damaged by a flash flood no. and it damaged the cafeteria and the gym where their stupid songs were sang and danced. I just realized Glee and High School Musical are different things. Yep. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> one is a shitty movie, one is apparently a good TV show, but I never watched either. Well, no, I, that's a lie. I've seen High School Musical uh, twice. Yeah. I don't, uh, don't want to get into details. Damn admission. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's a deep, dark story. You don't want to go down that hole. It's going to take a while to get out. Let's pull Mark back out of this hole. All right. Anyway, next. <laughs> uh, SoundCloud just got a $17 million investment. I had that story, too. They oh, almost died. They did almost die, didn't they? Oh, sorry. It wasn't $17 million. It was $170 million. <laughs> Expect a huge new overseas explosion thanks to the online streaming service. I always like SoundCloud. I'm pretty sure most of our uh, jams traffic comes via SoundCloud. Yeah, so SoundCloud is SoundCloud. I got pretty worried because we have a subscription to SoundCloud. Oh yeah, shit. All our episodes are on there. Yeah. Well, okay, so I'm going to skip over that one and go to Taylor Swift. So she's been in court lately. Oh, I did. Due to a uh, case where a DJ allegedly on a red carpet, they're taking a photo together and she was wearing a skirt and he reached up and grabbed her butt and she was like, oh, hey, <laughs> fuck you. And he ended up losing his job over it. Damn. Now, he tried to sue her for $3 million for damages. And she was like, fuck you. I'm going to counter sue for $1 because I'm going to be sort of nice about it. But you grab my ass. So a judge has recently dismissed the DJ's case. So Taylor Swift won. Oh, shit. He was like, dude, you're full of shit. She stuck with it. She stuck by her guns. And she her story hasn't changed since the beginning. Apparently, this guy's story has kind of flip-flopped around. So do you have anything else? Yeah, I got a couple things. Probably my next quick hit, quick hit would be Khalid is number one on the R&B albums, which is awesome. Number one! Yeah! Uh, do you like Arcade Fire? I don't really have any feelings towards them. They're weird looking. They play weird instruments. For whatever reason, they just never go away. Nope. Like, there's a lot of people that like them. Yeah. I mean, they, uh, they're they very unique. I'll give them that. I saw them on Saturday Night Live. It's the first time I ever saw them live. I still don't really know what they were playing. Right. But they certainly played something that had a hole in it, and they were touching it. Made noise, huh? And the crowd seemed to like it. Yeah, I don't know. Their new album's number one, and it's like Whoa, their, I didn't know their number one. Yeah, I tried listening to this one for my album review, but I couldn't do it. Not a big fan of them. They Amish. They seem like they'd be on it. And then last thing I got is uh, Despot Spazio is still annoying. Who? That number one song. Oh, duh. The, the song, burrito song. The song was a kill mode. Despacito. I want to eat that tasty burrito. And here's what Mark's referring to. It's Justin Bieber and Daddy Yankee in that. Isn't that weird? Dude, that song plays at least three times a day when I'm at work. I started keeping track of how many times I hear it in a week. Last week I heard it eight times. That's terrible. There's a five-day work week. Dude, it's got more views. And that was less. That was less than normal. I hate that song. It's got I more views than so Opa much. Gangnam Style. Does it really? It's yeah. that big? Yeah, it's huge. Uh, so it's not going away. No. It's never going to go away. It's awful. It's never going to go away. It's We're never going to lose Gangnam Style. If you, We should make a song that's English and Spanish, and we can definitely make a hit song. Well, I have one more. What's kind of sad. Um, I'm pulling up a document on my phone to back up my claim here. Mark's suing me. Um, it's, yes. For touching his butt. <laughs> this is actually a story that Joe broke to me. Mute Maths. 
Uh, Drummer quit. Seemingly randomly to us, who are fans, but maybe apparently doesn't sound like it's as random to the band members. Their singer put out a statement in which he said, This is not easy, but I have to announce today that Darren King has decided to leave the band, and as of now, will no longer be performing with Mute Math. I got really scared when I first read this, because I already bought tickets to see Mute Math in September. Oh, shit. And I was like, oh, God, tell me these bitches are not touring. Because the drummer, like, you see them live and stuff, the drummer's a big part of their live show. It's like, big part. Doesn't he do, like, spinning shit? He, like, mm. is drum and he spins like Phil Collins used to? Oh, uh, not that I've seen. But uh. he does tape headphones onto his head. Duct tape. Anyway, they're touring. They're continuing to tour with a replacement drummer. But, like, real bummer there. Real bummer. That guy's kind of one of the highlights of the shows that I've seen them in. And, you know, it kind of just makes me mad. Kind of makes me want to get into a war. You know what they say? What do they say? Ashton Kutcher sucks balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, they say, uh, waiting for peace is, like, trying to fuck for virginity. All right. Well, we got the returning champion, Ashton Kutcher. Oh. He sits on his throne, showering down nice comments to Mark's competitor, who he doesn't even know yet. Who could it be? Nobody to competition. Ashton Kutcher gives a thumbs down and he gets beheaded, starting now. Chris Pratt. Dude, he just got divorced. He's a dick. You're not a d dick because you got divorced. Ashton Kutcher was married to some, like, ancient mecca woman. He didn't cheat on her, though. Neither did Chris Pratt. Yeah, he did. Okay, well, you know what, Joe? You can't take recent tabloids into consideration. What's Ashton's first skill for his fucking, like, fourth week on top for some reason? Wait, are we calling somebody first? Are we doing the skills right away? Oh, yeah, yeah. Chelsea? Call Chelsea. Calling Chelsea. I don't know if she's going to answer. Hey, Chelsea. No. No. God damn it. <laughs> Megan? She's always listening to jams. Hey, what's going on? Hey, uh, it's Mark and Joe. Hey, Meg. Oh, gosh. Hey. <laughs> Do you know what's happening? I'm guessing that you're about to ask me questions for your radio show. Nail on the head. Okay, are you ready? Are you in? Do you accept? Okay, yeah, I guess so. You sound flustered. I was a little bit asleep. <laughs> a little bit what? Asleep. Oh, okay. Well, good. You're awake now, and now you're living the good life. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know if we told you about our new segment called Celebrity War. No. Okay, so Celebrity War, well, obviously you have not been listening to the new jazz, oh. but, you know. <laughs> T-shirt revoked. What we do in Celebrity War is we pit two celebrities against each other in three rounds. The first round is skills, so each celebrity has a chance to... Out-celebrity the other one. Yeah, out-celebrity the other one. The next round is who'd win in a boxing match, and the third round is who'd you rather go out to lunch with? <laughs> Just lunch. Yeah. Just lunch, I, yeah. What, what do you want to do? I don't know. <laughs> what you do after lunch is your own business. <laughs> the, the reigning champ for the past, like, four weeks is fucking... Ashton Kutcher! Uh, she yeah. doesn't like good, him already. Okay, good. <laughs> So I had to pick someone equally or more dreamy, and that would be Chris Pratt. Oh, okay, good one. So we got Ashton Kutcher versus Chris Pratt. So I'm gonna let Joe take the floor. First skill for Ashton Kutcher. Be aware though, I used all my good skills before because it's been four, four weeks yeah, now. Yeah, 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 so. excuses, excuses. Anyways, his first skill would be he worked at a cereal department at General Mills, so he had the inside info to poison you during your breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Pratt's first skill is that he is a guardian of the galaxy. So if it wasn't for him, Ashton Kutcher would probably be some weird alien sex slave. Oh, okay. Ashton Kutcher's second skill would be he was the first celebrity to hit 1 million followers on Twitter, so he can be popular if he needs to be and then influence his followers. Oh, you're stealing from Bill <laughs> Nye. Chris Pratt, too. He got his big break playing Andy, a lovable, funny guy, so he can distract you with great jokes. Humor. Ashton Kutcher's third skill is he's married to Mila Kunis, and he also didn't cheat on Anna Faris. Oh, come on, you can't be... <laughs> You can't bring recent. Oh God! He Wait, also. Is that what happened? That's 
Definitely. The, the tablet. Fake news. Okay. <laughs> also, take into consideration that Ashton Kutcher married what's her name, who was like 20 years his senior, Demi and then Moore. he divorced her. Yeah. But Demi Moore, what movie was she even in? No one even knows. <sighs> no. Anyway, yeah, anyway, know. anyway, anyway, anyway. Chris Pratt, Pratt. He stopped drinking beer and lost a ton of weight and got in super good shape. Discipline. So, okay. skills versus skills. Who takes it? Oh, well, I think then Chris Pratt will with that first one. <laughs> Joe, Joe, you look upset. Do you want to refresh your skills as well? No, I don't. Chris Pratt gets round one skills. Uh, what should I think? I'm just an easy sailing on this point out. Who would win in a boxing match? I'm saying Chris Pratt. Joe? Should we hang up on Meg now? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Joe, who are you saying? I mean, I would probably say... I don't, no, let Megan choose choose her own. All right, fine. Oh, I was going to say Chris Pratt only because um, oh, I know that this, that skills don't matter, but I was... The third one. He is super jacked and sexy. Yeah. What about lunch? Yeah. Wait, wait, you know, who do you think would bring a boxing match? Probably Chris Pratt. Okay. <laughs> Consensus. Well, is Ashley Kutcher tall? Yeah, he's tall. So is Chris Pratt. He's like 6'2". Yeah, but... I know, I know he is. I just can't remember. But Ashton's like yeah. swifty, you know? Like he could dodge those heavy punches from Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah, I still got one Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> what about lunch? Uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah! Oh my god, Sweeping Ashton off the board. Damn. Thanks, Meg. You're welcome. Until Not next thanks, time. Meg. Okay. Never calling time. you again. <laughs> all right. Okay, bye. Bye. Wiped them off the floor. Joe, you're gonna have to come back with somebody good next week for that one. I can't wait. The reign of Ashton ends. Hey, for the record, Ashton had a good run. He did. Much better than I expected it to be. I'm pretty tired of looking up Ashton Ashton Kutcher facts. I know way too much about him now. Okay, good. <laughs> and that's a perfect segue right into album reviews. Ooh, album jams. Oh yeah. My album is gonna be Landmark by Hippocampus. It's their second album. Okay, this is their first album. You did do their first album. This is That's the whole reason I know album. they exist. They're groovy. They are. They came. This album came out February 2017, so pretty recent, not too long ago. I saw them before I mentioned. I saw them in a church basement in Philly, just random concert place. It was awesome. Basement jams. Yeah, this band has been at a lot of the big festivals like uh, Firefly and things like that. They kind of do solo tours because I don't think they want to get bogged down by like other uh, acts. I think their problem though is they haven't really found their their sound. They're very summery, but they also don't commit to it, if that makes sense. They, huh. they kind of like go to alternative and back right, and forth. Right, right. I think once they kinda find like their sound, a little good. bit of a, so that's something I've always thought about 311. Yeah. They're summary, but they jump around a lot. Yeah. Then they always come back to the summary. Exactly. Okay. This guitar in their band is like so summary though, kind of like, anytime they go alternative, you're kind of like, uh, wait, what are you doing? Got it. There's a lot of solid songs in this album. They're all good. There's just one I can't listen to. Super funky song. It's super chill, but the name of the song is so off-putting and it's in their chorus like 10 times. It's called Suicide Saturday. I don't know uh, what they mean by it, but they hmm. say it a bunch of times, and it's Whoa. annoying, but it's a good song. Hey guys, it's the weekend. <laughs> I hate this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. There's a bunch of good songs like Vines, Empathy. Gunshot uh, to the Head. Gunshot to the Head, also known as Suicide Saturday. The one we're going to play right now is called Buttercup. Oh, yeah. so uplifting. Wow, it doesn't make me want to miss suicide. But yeah, this one it puts, forces you to be in a good mood. So if you're about to go to work and you're miserable and hungover and sad. If you're listening to jams for your morning lift up. Yeah, like that. Morning wood with jams. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Buttercup is the song to listen to. And here it is off their album Landmark. By Hippocampus. Hippocampus. Jams. She said, I don't need you inside my head. I've been finding my own, she said, all my love's wrapped in chains around. 
get taught me Tireless mess, seeking thrills, getting bitey When I'm in doubt Pudgy face, kissing lace in the backseat Wrinkled toss of the coin that I can't see I forget out of you to be like me Buttercup by Hippocampus. That was my album, <laughs> but do you have an album off the shelf that you'd like to share? I do. So this is an album I've been looking forward to for a while now. And I actually actually reviewed it in a episode of Jams, which I don't think we ever posted. It was one at the very end of last season that I never finished editing, and then we started this season. I kind of forgot about it totally. Oh, the Lost episode. Well, there's the Lost episode, and then now there's episode one. Yeah. Everyone knows episode one is a secret, which I still have. Actually, I came across it the other day. It's very unedited, I'm sure. Oh, God, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Maybe we'll release it someday. So the last episode, I reviewed an album called How Do You Feel Now by Joywave. Because that album came out in 2015. So they finally released their follow-up album called Content. Or is it Content? So I've been told by unverified sources that it's actually Content is the name of the album. Which huh. would make sense because... Joywave is weird. They do things that kind of go together. So it kind of makes sense. Their first album is called How Do You Feel Now? Content. 
weird. I don't know if that's intentional. Deep jam research. The album, it is not as dancey as their first effort, but that certainly doesn't mean it's bad. This one feels more like a show. Like it's meant to be listened to as one album as opposed to individual songs. It's not really something you want to put on shuffle. The first song, Content or Content, is very Joywave-esque. And by that, I mean it's weird. It's slightly trippy and you're pretty confused as to what is actually happening. And then it sort of punches you in the face and reminds you of the raw power these guys can bring to the table. It's not as dancey, but that doesn't mean it's not groovy. Uh, I've seen people say that this band is not a band you go to and really dance around to you more dance in place. Groove and do your own thing wherever you are. But the big thing about this album is that, I mentioned before, it's more of a story. You can listen to the first song and it goes through and you feel like it's one big song. It's a show. Everything's going into each other with a purpose. And that means that there's some songs that are slow and groove and vibe. And they build up and they build up and then it gets big and big and big and then it slows down a bit. But when you look at it, that whole process of being slow and then big and then slow was actually three different songs. And it really just blends together. You can't really, you can tell, but if you're not paying attention, you'll see the background. It flows very well. I do like when bands do that. Yeah, that also means though that there's a few songs, if you were to listen to individual songs, that kind of fall flat because they kind of feel like they're building into something, but if you're listening on shuffle or you're just listening to random songs in your library collection, one of them comes on, you'll be like, okay, standalone, not the best song. That's right, you cheap bastards on Spotify, you'll never understand the album if you don't go full. <laughs> yeah, one thing that confuses me is the second to last song is called Thanks, Thanks for Coming. And it's a lot of like talking and just being like, thanks, thanks everybody, like it's been cool. Oh. And then there's another song, it's just, it's seems like a weird placement and all but overall it's a very very good album not nearly as dancey much more trippy and sort of druggy honestly <laughs> than the first album overall though i've been happy with this one since the first listen through i know a couple other joyway fans that i'm friends with who really didn't enjoy this album the first time through they thought it was a big disappointment and then now they listen to it more of kind of going okay this is definitely joywave undoubtedly so overall i'm gonna give them an eight out of ten whereas i would give the first one a nine out of ten because i think the first one is just top fucking notch. The song I'm going to play is called Rumors, which was not one of the singles, which I tried to avoid doing. And it's the fourth song on the album, one of the more upbeat, dancey ones, one of the ones that feels more like a complete song and could stand up more on its own. Fun song, uh, some other ones that are good, Doubt, Little Lies You're Told, Content, and Shut Down. Also, It's a Trip, and let your, Let's Talk About Feelings. Anyway, they're all pretty good. That's how you know it's a good album. You so, like it? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> So anyway, without further ado, here's the song, Rumors, by Joywave, off their second album, Content. Or Content. On James.
First time I listened to the album, I was like, hell yeah, this is what I'm waiting for. That's right, Joy Wave. Take it home and punch me in the face. And then mm-hmm. I was like, just kidding, that's the end of the song. F you, it's over. I was like, ah, <laughs> no. But anyway, that's rumors. I understand why they're called Joy Wave now. Why? Uh, because their waves can bring me joy. Oh, okay. I have an offstage story about them. Tell me. So in 2016, they did a very hilarious troll. And I might have talked about this before on Jams, maybe in the last episode, where they put out an album in 2016 called Swish. And they have a song called Destruction that they collaborated with Big Data on, which was a big hit for them. And Swish, the album, the first song is Destruction, again. It's like, okay, cool. The second song is Destruction, <laughs> with a different intro. Don't worry about that. Oh, you did talk about it. Yeah. Third song is Destruction, with a different intro. And they do that about 10 times. They do nine versions of Destruction with different intros. The thing is, the first song is called Destruction, and then two through nine are called, respectively, Why Be Incredible When You Can Be Incredible. And then the 10th song is actually a new song called Life in a Bubble Eye Blue, which is an awesome song. But they put out this big giant troll album, which I just think is hilarious. So that's a fun offstage about Joy Wave. You have an offstage about uh, Hippocampus? (laughs) I like when uh, bands are up and coming and they like tease like a new song. Well, Hippocampus is one of those cool bands that, I don't know if you realize it too, but Bad Sons did that on their first album. They put out a song and it got big on iTunes and then like 
three days after the song came out, they said, hey, guess what? You guys like this one? There's gonna be an album in two weeks. Ba-boom. Yeah, that's, that's what Hippo Campus did. With this yeah. album or with both of them? Or this everything. album. Also, fun random fact, Small Pools put out their new uh, EP, which is annoying. Did you see it? Did you listen to no, it? No, I didn't. Yeah, it's like six songs. I do like uh, Small it's, Pools. It's solid. Yeah, we'll talk about it next time. What is an EP? I don't know. You know what? That's a great fucking question, because I know it's a short album, basically. But, like, why not just call it an album, you know? I think they call albums LPs. I'll tell you right now. It's an extended play record, often referred to as an EP, as a musical recording that contains more tracks than a single, but is usually unqualified as an album or LP. So they could put all of an EP on an album. Yeah, exactly. A lot of bands put out an EP, and then when they release a full length, they'll put a bunch of the songs from the EP on the full length. I got it. So it's like a mixtape for rock bands. Basically, yeah. It's a short-term thing. LP stands for long playing. And it's another word for album. It's longer than a single, also longer than an EP album. While the term LP originally referred to, and still is, referred to a longer length vinyl, the term is now used often for CDs and digital downloads too. In regards to vinyl, LP comes on 12-inch records. Hmm, interesting. Facts from James. <laughs> oh, you said you had a birthday, though. Yes, I do have a birthday. Uh, this is actually an August 12th birthday, but, you know, whatever. Ian Fleming, the man who created James Bond. James Bond. Yes. He died on August 12th, 1964, at age 56, because he had two heart attacks. Jesus. One just wasn't enough. His last <laughs> words were in the ambulance, saying, oh, he's English. I'm sorry to trouble you, chaps. I don't know how you get along so fast with the traffic on the roads these days. And then he died talking about fucking traffic. <laughs> what a guy. You know how I would not want to die? That way? Damn, dude, there's so much traffic. (laughs) (laughs) I would be so pissed. But yeah, he was actually a naval intelligence officer in the British Army or whatever, and then he went on to write James Bond, and that's how he knew so much about espionage and stuff, because he was kind of an espionage guy himself. Um, I got a couple fun facts. Did you know that McDonald's calls their regulars heavy users? (laughs) (laughs) Selling drug users? No. Check me with your grease. Also, I'm not going to try to gross you out or anything, but I'm totally going to gross you out right now. You ready? Yeah. There are more life forms living on your skin right now. Gross. Than there are on the surface, people on the surface of the planet. Terrifying. Yep. I'm going to go rip my skin off. Pretty gross, right? Bye. And I got a really dumb joke. Bring it on. I'm going to go stand outside. So if anybody asks, I'm outstanding. <laughs> Nailed it. So, do you have any ideas for an ending jam? An ending jam, you say? Yeah. Here, I have an idea. What, this one? Why don't we play a game? Okay. Where you say a word and I say a word, and we just keep going like words related to that word. And the last word we end up on, we think of a song that starts with that word or is related to that word. Crumb. Bread. Banana. Banana bread. Peanut butter. Chunky. Monkey. <laughs> Jungle, forest, trees, hammock, rope, knots, sailboat, wind, clouds, fluffy. I think we can end on fluffy. Fluffy. So here's a fluffy jam. (laughs) See you in two weeks. Bye.
Oops. <laughs> Chester. <laughs> Mark put his hand on an invisible person's ass while saying, like, am I loud enough? Litmus. I think you just speak quieter. Do I speak quieter? More quiet. Quietly. Quietlier. <laughs> Quietly. <laughs> it's pronounced hrum. <laughs>